Welcome to the CAMCAST. The CAM Project is the take action nonprofit organization to inspire, influence, and impact kids and teens worldwide. Your CAMCAST host interviews older teens, parents, mentors, and specialists, providing tips, advice, education, inspiration, and a supportive community to kid and teen entrepreneurs. Introducing owner of Actionista Live and co-founder of the CAM Project, your host, Samara Beth Hurley. Welcome to another episode of CAMCAST. This is Samara Hurley, and I am honored to have a very special guest here today. He is so special to me because he's the reason why I'm on this microphone right now. In fact, he's the person who refers me to all the devices, taught me how to podcast, and has made me who I am today with CAMCAST and partly Actionista Live. Welcome today, Rob Actis. Rob is the best-selling author of The Law of Action. He is Mr. Action himself. He is also a voiceover artist for TV commercials and for 33 audio books, including Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning audiobook. Welcome, Mr. Action, Rob. Hello, Samara. So glad to be here today. Very excited that you have actually launched your podcast, and I'm humbled and honored to be a guest on the show. Let's just start with that because people are probably wondering how a person like little old me met Mr. Rob Act as the voice of everything. So you're the podcast whisperer. How did we meet? Okay, so first of all, I'm going to correct you on that. I don't think it's a little old you. You are a force to be reckoned with. And what I discovered is that you just don't know how extraordinary you are, and you really are extraordinary. And I saw that, and you were, came into one of my clubhouse rooms. It was Club Pod, and we were talking about podcasting. And your energy was so contagious, and you were so willing to just put yourself out there and ask questions. We became fast friends, and it's amazing. But I don't want you to say little old you in any way, shape, or form. So he walked right into that for me because the truth is that Rob is more than a podcaster. He's more than a voice that you hear or watching a medication commercial or a car commercial or on an audiobook. Rob is a true mentor. He's a true coach. He is an action taker, just like me, Miss Action Used to Live. And it was so perfect. When I first came on the clubhouse, I still had a party hat on. I think I was only on for a day. And Rob brought me in as a moderator. It was pretty insane. So thank you for that, Rob. You're welcome. Well, it's how you show up. So you show up big, like you're larger than life. And I just, you know, you see potential in people and you see their abilities and their willingness to put themselves out there. And I'm all about elevating platforms. And we had a big room, it was like 130 people in the room. And I'm like, she is really cool. I like what you were saying. I liked your energy, you added to the room. And so that's an acknowledgement of who you are as a person. And that's why I corrected you by saying little old you, because you in no way think you're little old you. You are fearless and you get your message out there. So it's not little old you, it's Ms. Actionista. <laughs> well, he definitely pat my ego for the day. So thank you for that, my dear. You are bigger than life. There's so many things that you've been through. We've become close friends. This is the first time that we're video talking, which is pretty cool. And we're able to yeah. do this and look at each other while talking. And the funny thing is that we realize that we only live 20 minutes away from each other. Clubhouse is a miracle. So let's talk about the Miracle Morning audiobook. You have a true belief in the book and what it's about. And you've had 
some miracles happen in your life. So let's talk about some of the things that have happened to lead you to where you are today. The power of having a morning ritual is so, so important. It's just, it is the secret to success. So if you're not happy and you're not going to bed with purpose, you are really missing out. I will say that I was not a morning person and I chose to be part of the miracle morning and to be the narrator for that. I had no idea what that meant. Like, I just had no idea. Well, this sounds really stupid. You get up really early and you do stuff. That's not going to be me. I'm going to read the book and it's going to be great, but that's about all that's going to happen. I am not, 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 not going to get up early because I was getting up in, you know, 1130 or 12 o'clock in the afternoon because I would stay up all night, 2.30, 3.30 in the morning. And I would even be unconscious to say goodbye to my daughter when she was growing up. I was not a morning person. And I can't believe it, but I became a morning person. Like, this is amazing. So just to give an example, the lifesavers are the miracle morning. It's taking an hour before you start your day for you. And you do the savers, which is silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. You take 10 minutes of that and you do for you. And when I started doing that, my life transformed. Like I have been so blessed to one, find the Miracle Morning because that was incredible. And it embedded me into the Miracle Morning community. It allowed me to have access to Hal and from a financial standpoint, it's been remarkable because not only have I done The Miracle Morning, but I've done all the other books in this series. But money aside, I will say the biggest abundance that I received from The Miracle Morning, I'll get a little emotional here, is that I am the one how Elrod's words to life. And we have sold over 400,000 copies of The Miracle Morning. So when you think about that, there's a lot of people who don't read books. So if the audiobook wouldn't have been available, those hundreds of thousands of people wouldn't have experienced the miracle morning had their life transformed. And I am humbled to say that I am the one to bring Hal's words to life. It moves me like you wouldn't believe, even in Clubhouse, you've been in the room where someone who listens to me every single day, and then they realize that I'm actually a real person and they they're like oh my god I listen to you every single day in the miracle morning hearing your words transform my life that is beyond humbling and it really is such a gift that's amazing and it's funny because people come in the clubhouse and I'm like I know I know you how do I know you how do I know you and a lot of times it is from your voice it's from your voice on TV and your voice in books. So it's really special that you can be part of those moments for people and they can connect with you. Now, the other thing that they think is you're Casey Kasem. So <laughs> let's yeah, just that. get that out now. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time someone came in our room and said, you sound like Casey Kasem. Do you ever hear that? Or quit trying to sound like Casey Kasem. I... <laughs> That's right. Here's the, here's the thing. I don't think I sound like Casey Kasem. I will tell you the way that I look at it, because what was so significant about Casey Kasem and his voice was that it connected with you and there was emotion and his, he, he was a very heart centered man. He was a very 
loving, kind, generous man. So when I hear people say, wow, you remind me of Casey Kasem, that warms my heart because I'm very heart-centered and I love people and I love them to feel that connection. And so that's the way that I take it because our voices are somewhat similar and I believe that what they're reacting to is they can feel me. I think the reason I'm successful as a voice actor especially for the national commercials because so I became the voice of Bear And the first month they spent $30 million in advertising to put that commercial on the TV. Well, I had to deliver. And so a good successful voice actor is someone who connects with the copy and that you can feel an emotional connection. That's what advertising is all about. So if you go and listen to TV commercials, the big national spots, the ones that make that emotional connection, especially car commercials, those are all based on emotions and a feeling and connecting with the person who's listening to or seeing that commercial. Absolutely. I mean, I'm one to admit that I cry during many commercials. <laughs> There's some very touching commercials that are out there. And they really do pull at your heart sometimes. And if for those of you who are wondering, some of the commercials you'll hear Rob's voice in are for CarMax. He's doing Black Bucks wine now. So do we get any free wine out of that deal? No. Ten years I've been the voice of Black Box wine. Ten years. <laughs> Ten years. That's a and long time. Walmart. That's, that's a long time. That's a lot of wine. You did mention your daughter earlier. So I just want to touch on that. Your daughter was 14 when she had a near-death experience. And then you too had a near-death experience. And I feel like when you first mentioned that in the clubhouse room, I connected with it because my mom was on the board for IONS International Association of Near-Death Studies and used to do conferences for it, which is why I became an event planner. And that was one of those things where I'm like, wow, this guy, Rob, I feel like we totally connect. Here he's Mr. Action and I'm Miss Action. He's still alive. We both had the same emotional type tie in Clubhouse and helping people. And we just want to help people break through their fears and podcast success, which is what your room is. And all these miracles were happening. But it's yeah. all tied to you getting started with the first near-death experience. So tell us a little bit what that was like and for you. Well, actually, I've had a lot of near-death experiences. I have been in a car accident. I have been caught in a rip current where I was saying goodbye. I mean, I was out in the ocean and it was just like, that was really scary. When you, when you think like it's over, it really is unbelievable. And I was young. I was in my early 20s and I was like, wow. And you don't really think about it, but you just want to survive. I didn't want to die. I wanted to live. And I fought as hard as I could to get into shore. And I finally got back into the cove, in La Jolla Cove. I finally bounced up against rocks and got all cut up by the barnacles on there. No one saved me. It was terrible. And I walked up on the beach and I was all bloody. And they're like, oh, did you fall? And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been in a rip current. I've been out in the ocean. And they're like, you're amazing because most people don't come back into the cove. You know, and it's just amazing. And so um, that was one. I was also in a Ross clothing store. I don't know if they, I guess Ross is still around. Ross is still around, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was in a Ross clothing store. I had a hot date. I was getting some clothes. I really was excited about this girl. And I heard gunshots and I turned around and two guys had shot in the ceiling and I turned around and I was face to face 
with a guy who had a cocked 357 Magnum pointed at my face. Whoa. And that was scary. Unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, but unfortunately for the young girl that was in the cashier stand, he trained his attention away from me and went towards a little 16-year-old girl, and it was really bad. I then got down on my hands and knees and crawled to the back of the store and tried to keep people from going to the front because people were like, what's going on? What's going on? And then all this big crowd of people came in from outside because they heard the gunshots, and the, the guys that had the guns, they blended in with the crowd. They were called the Get Down Gang. They eventually got caught, but that was really terrible. So I had that near-death experience, and you know I've had a few near-death experiences, and you think for your life, like, what's my life all about? And what am I doing? You know, I've wanted to be talk on TV since I was four or five years old. I heard Gary Owens on Laugh-In, and he said, live from downtown Burbank. And I was a precocious little kid, and I stood in front of the TV, looked at my family, and I said, I want to talk on TV. Now, at four or five, did I know what the hell I was talking about? Probably not. But subconsciously, I did. And spiritually, I did six, seven, eight years old, I used to play radio all the time. I used to talk like I was on TV and playing the radio. I eventually got into the radio and made announcements. Even as early as sixth grade, I started making announcements in front of the room, in front of the school. I was the guy that was a roadrunner of the week award. I was the guy that was the MC. Sixth grade, imagine a little, little punk like me, little troublemaker, and standing in front and doing that. And then in seventh grade, I got into a junior, senior high school, and I'm very about asking. And I went and I talked to the person in charge of the multimedia department because I heard announcements at the high school. And they went over all the PAs. They're like, you know, good morning, welcome, blah, blah, blah. And I was making announcements at seventh grade. And then I started was playing more and more. When I was 16 years old, I met a friend working that was a disc jockey at a radio station. I went there. Fast forward, when I was 21 years old, I got into radio and I started the number one radio station in San Diego. I had a 15 year career in San Diego as a radio And it was amazing. And now I, you know, and I did voiceovers there. So I followed my flow and I did what I was supposed to do. When my daughter had and had to have brain surgery, it was devastating. Absolutely devastating. At 14 years old, it was life changing. There is nothing worse than having something happen to your daughter as opposed to have something happen to you. I've had a lot of things I was able to overcome. I remember looking at her when she was laying in bed in a coma, and I don't know if I said it out loud, but I'm like, dear God, I would switch places with her. It is the most un bearable pain and i know that she went through so much and it was so difficult for her and as parents with her mom nikki and me um it was incredibly devastating and then during that time i decided that in order to take care of my family i needed to take care of myself i gained a lot of weight like right now i'm 185 pounds and i'm 510 i got up to 100 and 3,941 pounds when um, she had her stay in the hospital because all I did was eat. And I decided that I wanted to get healthy. So I'm not an athlete. 
it's funny when I told people that I joined an MMA gym, they're like, what? Well, I want to get healthy. And I did. I got down to 200 pounds. I was doing Muay Thai and boxing. I had a trainer. I worked out six days a week. I got in remarkable shape. And because I didn't have an athletic background, I had a Charlie horse that I was telling them about. And we were rubbing it and pushing on it and all this stuff. Oof. I said, Dad, you have a, a blood clot. I said, no, I don't. She says, no, no. Remember, you gave me Leiden Factor 5, which is a blood clotting disorder. You have a blood clot. I'm like, no, I don't. So I disregarded the symptoms of that. Because of that, I then had a near-death experience because when I finally got to the ER, feeling like I was going to die, my leg had swollen up four times the size. I was in immense pain, more pain than I've ever experienced in my life. I was lightheaded, a feeling over me that said, uh, Rob, I think you're going to die. Like, it's a weird feeling. It's like, okay, I'm crossing over. And I discovered that went from the top of my hip down to my ankle. I shouldn't be alive, but I am. So during that time of trying to not die for a couple months after I got my diagnosis, I really reevaluated my life and I decided and I looked at my life of where I took action and where I didn't. And I came up with the concept of the law of action. And I looked where I was in flow and where I wasn't in flow and how much of an action taker I was. My grandma, freaking four or five years old, used to call me Mr. Action. And it's funny, my assistant Brenna, who you know, has seen old video footage and old posts of me six, seven, eight, 10, 15 years ago. Even an article is back 20 years and I'm talking about action. So it's always been in my life. And I want to inspire everybody to live every single day like they want to be alive because it truly is a gift. You need to find your purpose and live that purpose. And I know I talk a lot there. It's so important. I'm shaking. At any moment, your life can change. Right before this podcast, a friend of mine just let me know that their family has a very serious diagnosis of cancer. And she said, I didn't pay attention to what you were saying, Rob. We haven't been living every day like you want to be alive. And now this person has all of these regrets. You don't want to have regrets. Anybody that's close to near death always says you don't want to die with regrets. Wow. Well, so many people are blessed to have you in their life, Rob. So thank you for being that person for everybody in your life. And I know that you're working closely with Stacy, who has a suicide podcast. So if you could share a little bit about that, and then I'm glad you spoke about your childhood because we definitely want to help kids and teens become entrepreneurs and find their way and their place and feel like they have a place that they belong to prevent suicide, to prevent not living their life of action and being depressed. It's all connected. So just share a little bit about what you're doing for the suicide prevention. And then also, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what advice you have for kids and teens. Well, Suicidal Thoughts is the podcast. It has been created by the Podcast Whisperer um, with Stacy Robertson, a very dear friend of mine. And it is unfiltered conversations about suicide. And it will be released when it's released. 
And it's to have a conversation about suicide where you don't have to be ashamed of about suicide. Suicide right now, with especially with teens and even children, is running rampant. And they need to be able to come forward and say, I'm having suicidal thoughts because there is help out there. And whether it's therapy or medication, you know, there are people that are feeling suicidal because there's a chemical imbalance and a little, a little medication can take that away. And the devastation of suicide is extraordinary. I've had a few people commit suicide during this pandemic and they didn't need to. And yeah, it's just to open a conversation where you don't have to be ashamed to talk about it. And what I love about it, this podcast, is there's going to be incredible life-changing stories of suicide survivors, of how to the very end where they had a gun in their hand, sitting on the floor, ready to take their life, and they didn't. And how they've transformed their lives, living every day to be alive and inspiring others to do the same. I love it. And it's so powerful. And especially with COVID where our kids, not just kids, but everyone, they can't play sports. They can't be around their friends. They can't travel. You know, a lot of proms were canceled and are continuing to be. And the, the senior trips, junior trips, it's terrible. And our kids are paying the price more than anything. And then of course the loss of jobs of their parents and it just goes on and on and on. You know, the so, one thing that I would mm -hmm. recommend for teens and kids, and it's so important and it's funny because you and I are on Zoom all the time. If you're a parent and you have Zoom in your house, which I'm sure you do because everybody does, you need to set up rooms with your teens, kids and have Zoom parties. Yes, I know it's virtual. You can have a lot of fun and do it. You can do activities over Zoom. My mom is 94 years old and I haven't seen her. She lives in San Diego, very concerned about COVID for her. So I haven't seen her and I get to get on Zoom and she's 94 years old and she sees the people that are in alive in her world. Like people she went to high school with, she's still oh, Zooming. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Your ex-boyfriend from 80 years ago? Exactly. Exactly. So I just think that you need to take what resources you have and live every day. Like, don't wait for this to be over. I mean, things are opening up and we're in Arizona and things are a lot more open up than other parts of the world in the country. But if you're a parent and you're listening to this, or if you're a teen and you're listening to this, get on Zoom and have group chats. You can have 20, 30 people. You can read stories. You can tell jokes. You can all watch you know, play video games together, whatever, but get that community going. It's so important. You need connection with other people. Like to be isolated is the worst thing in the world. Now I'm an extrovert. I know, you know, Samara, you're an introvert, so you really don't <laughs> being around people. Right. But we both are extroverts. My wife, Tanya is an introvert. She's loved this pandemic. She's like, oh my God, this is so great. I just get to be left alone, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm really having a challenging time. It has been really difficult. I'm so blessed to live in Arizona where the restrictions have not been anywhere near what it is in California. I have a friend who's a voice actor. He's 37 years old. He still has not left the house. That's not healthy. 
March 13th of 2020, he hasn't left the house. He doesn't even go outside. And there's a lot of people like that that are so overtaken by fear of what they've seen on the media. And I will tell you, the best thing that you can do to avoid COVID is two things. One, keep your immunity system high. And one way to do that is to stay happy and laugh a lot. And the other thing is, is get outside and breathe the air and get vitamin D. And if you can't get a lot of vitamin D like you can in Arizona, start taking vitamin D. All my medical friends have all said, just jack up on vitamin D. The one thing that they've discovered is that COVID doesn't like vitamin D. So get out, breathe, take vitamin D. And by the way, I'm not a doctor. I'm just telling you what I do <laughs> and what I've been told. So I may play one on TV, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, do your own research. But vitamin D, I haven't been sick. I take my vitamin D. really hard to have exercise on a daily basis, whether it's inside or outside. I haven't been able to go to the gym. So I've lost muscle tone. However, I laugh as much as I possibly can. As much as I can. I watch the stupidest things on Netflix or Hulu. And I'm always filling my brain with amazing stuff. You had a whole pod. I've learned to be an amazing cook. Chef Ramsey has taught me to cook. I have online training with Chef Ramsey. There's a, a Chef Puck has taught me to cook. And it's been amazing. So maximize the time you have. Because like I said, live every day like you want to be alive. Waiting for this to be over. And why don't you play the game of like it's never going to be over. So if it's not going to be over, then figure out how you're going to live your life to have an extraordinary life under the circumstances that you have. I'm taking your advice. I'm doing it. And we're going to have to get uh, Chef Ava Hurley to teach you how to bake. We'll have to do that. Okay, so I'm not a baker. I. <laughs> so first of all, my weakness is baked goods. And I'm trying to stay healthy. Baking is banned in my house. Because if there's one cookie in the house, one cookie, I know there's dozens more. And I will find those cookies and I will devour all of them in one sitting. Like if there's cheesecake in the house, it's gone. If there's a cake in the house, it's gone. So it's just not allowed in the house. Now, I enjoy looking at them on TV. I like watching the baking shows. I appreciate baking, but no, I do not want to bake because if I start looking at learning to bake, then I have access to create all these yummy, delicious things. No, that's a boundary <laughs> that I will not cross. I'll make Ava portion control for you. She actually made a batch of brownies a few weeks ago. It was the most decadent brownies I've ever had in my entire life. And they were in a Ziploc bag in the house. And I must have had four. I gained five. It, I gained five pounds that week just from eating four of the brownies because it uses like quarter pound of butter or something like that. My it was eyes amazing. Are salivating right now. My eyes yeah. are watering and my mouth is salivating. I love delicious brownies. Like, why would you do that to me? Why? Well, because you know why? Because I'm going to bring you one, just one. You're not going to have any more. I'll bring you one. There aren't any right now. She'll have to bake them. So that's what's going to happen right there. Because you just have to know how amazing this 11-year-old's baking is. No, I got it. But I don't want to cross that line. No. No <laughs> baked good. All right, one brownie. I'll take a brownie. One, just one, just one. Just, just one large 12-inch brownie. Pretty much. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like the whole pan. <laughs> Because who defines what one is? That's right. 
This is such a great interview. I'm so glad that we have you as a guest. We're just going to take some time out for commercial break. This is Life Transformation Radio. Hi, this is Rob Actis, best-selling author of The Law of Action, voice actor, business mindset coach, the podcast whisperer, and Mr. Action himself. Life Transformation Radio is committed to share more about real life, love, the power of positivity, romance, and of course, laughter. We care about helping others find their internal drive and purpose. We celebrate life's challenges and overcoming them. Life Transformation Radio is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Life Transformation Radio. Conversations that transform. We're back with our special guest, Rob Actis. Funny that you said about laughing. This is a little bit of a tangent here, but it was funny about laughing because I went into Glenn Lundy's room. He has a morning room on Clubhouse and there were laugh therapists there. And all they do is get people to laugh so that they're happy and feeling good for that day. And my gosh, it was good. It was contagious. I think everyone should just take a second right now and laugh. Okay. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> Rob's going to laugh. You're going to laugh. <laughs> oh my God. I'm crying. <laughs> oh my goodness. My stomach hurts. The cool thing about that is that actually will change your mental state. Like it actually, actually will change your mental state. So if you're sad or whatever, if you just start laughing, there is no way to be mad while you're laughing. Like you can start with a fake laugh and then your body <laughs> will take over because it loves that. The dopamine just rushes to your brain and it's like, yeah, and you want that. So yeah, I laugh as much as I possibly can. You know, on my podcast, I talk about it. I say, you know, we talk about action and passion and love and of course laughter like every single one of my podcasts there's laughing every single one really i didn't every know that series. i laugh on every single one no matter I how didn't even think about subject, that. i know you laugh <laughs> that's what i love about you rob you just take any negative and you twist and turn it into this positive and that is why you're such a great motivator so you have a podcast mr podcast whisperer which by the way i named him podcast whisperer so i'm putting that out there in there's international podcast there's a few people that claim to have done that so it's you and i think it's jen and a couple other people they've all declared that they're the ones that did it well, the connection was, it was Jin's podcast. You were jumping her into it. It was in our clubhouse room. And I said, Rob, you're the podcast whisperer. And then you went online immediately and bought the trademark while we were in the clubhouse room moderating. I did. I did. And yeah, <laughs> so, and definitely. And it definitely has picked up. It's amazing how they're like, I was in a room the other day and they're like, aren't you the podcast whisperer? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> So Rob is branded in there and Rob has also donated the branding for the cam project. He's been such a great supporter and he's helped create the, the branding he did the logo, the tiles, everything. He is my branding whisperer as well. So let's talk about your podcast. You have the living the law of action, which is your podcast show. 
based off of your book, of course. So are you giving advice and what type of guests are you having on your show? I have incredible guests. So I've, you know, before the pandemic, I was on a lot of stages speaking and I have access to just incredible people, like just incredible people. And they're all action takers. And so I get them on and we talk about action and overcoming your fears to live a life of inspired action. And it's meant to be transformational, inspirational, motivational. It's high energy. And um, we talk about taking action. And it's so important to do that. Living your life every day like you want to be alive. Absolutely. And do you coach or mentor on that as well? Do you provide one-on-one or group? I do. I do mind. I do mindset coaching with select clients. And it's about really realizing how extraordinary you are and really understanding how worthy you are. I was so blown away. Like, I think I gave it to you as I'm in the process of finishing up a course. It's called the lie. I'm not worthy. And in those club pod rooms, the one thing that I discovered from all these people that want to start their podcast is that they all have challenges with self-worth. They feel unworthy of being successful. And it broke my heart. And I started talking about it. And Brenna just started writing down all the things she was asking me questions. And I was just answering. So she started recording all the things that I was talking about. Because she's like, well, what do you think about this? This course, it's called The Lie. I'm not worthy. And the one way to see if you feel worthy or not worthy, and it's real quick, it's when someone gives you a compliment and you dismiss it. Like if you're dismissing compliments from people, you need to reevaluate your worthiness because people don't give compliments. 99% of the time, people do not give compliments just to hype you up. They genuinely are giving you a compliment because they see something magnificent in you and they want you to know how extraordinary you are. And it just blew my mind of how unworthy all these people in this room talking about podcasting was and it just made me so sad to know that all these extraordinary people with all these stories that could have such an impact on people's lives were not getting told because they were feeling unworthy and they were so challenged by their own self-worth that's really good advice and it's something that I mean, when people say, oh, you look so pretty, I I always say, oh, thank you, because you're actually insulting them if you're saying, oh, I look terrible today. You're actually insulting the person complimenting you. Well, okay, but I'm going to even stop you right there. So responding like, oh, thank you, because I want to be polite, and you're not like genuinely saying, thank you. I believe it. I do look good. I know that you need to focus on your self-worth. It's so so important to say thank you because you're being polite when someone compliments you you have an issue with self-worth and you owe it to yourself to realize that you are worthy and that you deserve success and whatever you have in your life that you so desire like for example say you know people ask me and it's in my book of like i got an audition for bear aspirin And it was just uncomfortable for me. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. And I called my agent. I said, I'm not going to send the audition in. 
and I did other national commercials, but it was just such a big job that I just was hesitant. I'm like, I'm not going to get it anyway. So, you know, I'm not going to do it. Well, that was a self-worth issue. And I came to the realization of why not me? Someone's going to get that job. So why not me? I mean, I did an audition for Disney yesterday or the other day. And, you know, someone said, whoa, what was it like? I'm like, hey, look, someone's going to get it. So why not me? You need to realize that someone, no matter what your dream is your life, if you want to be a movie star, if you want to be the captain of a cruise ship, well, I could never do that. Well, who says? Because someone's going to fill that spot. So why don't you break through your fear, live in the present moment, take the action steps necessary to get there. Because no one has to give you permission as a child and a teen. And I'm telling you, because I was a teen entrepreneur, you don't need to ask permission to be an entrepreneur. You just go do it. You follow the steps. You listen to the cam project. You go on YouTube. You go to social media. You watch other teens that are doing it and you just do it. And unfortunately, I will tell you, not all of your parents will support you in what you want to do. And you know what? So what? Go do it. Prove them wrong. My family wasn't supportive about me being in radio and being a voice actor. They weren't. And you know what? I didn't do this to prove them wrong. I did it because that was my dream. And I wasn't going to let anybody stop me. Don't let someone take away your dream. Because you deserve it. You are worthy of anything you so desire in your life. Life is not easy. It's simple. And what I mean by that is that if you put one foot in front of the other and take those action steps towards your goal, you will get there. So we are going to pause for a second to look at ourselves in the mirror now and say, life is simple. I am worthy. I can do this. I believe in me. And why why not you? You why not deserve me? you deserve a happily ever after. So and we will actually that put that in the cool. show notes too because I want to make sure that everybody is following through with all the advice that you're giving because it's such powerful important advice and I hope that they play this for the teens and that kids get to hear this too because it is so important to believe in yourself and to believe in other people. So thank you for that. Now, we have not talked about the fact that you just purchased a radio, radio show, show. Yeah. Life Transformation Radio. And I know that I had asked you for a commercial, but you didn't have a chance, I guess, to get it to me. So I'm going to put you on the spot and you're going to do it right now. This is your oh, commercial. Dear. For life transformation rate. I'm totally putting Rob. <laughs> He's laughing. I'm totally putting Rob on the spot. He's going to wing it. He doesn't have a script. All right, here we go. go. Stand by. Ready? Three, two, <laughs> one. Was that amazing or what? Was that amazing? <laughs> Did you love that? It had music in the background and the voiceovers. How cool was that? How great was that? Hey. Did you know that I Manny had that prepared? Manny Cabo was on my show last week and he sang impromptu. So come on now. You got something. Just tell us a little bit about it in your fabulous voice actor voice. In my fabulous voice actor voice. Hmm. Yes, I know. Hmm. That sounded 
very intelligent. Have you edit this part, and then I was just going to give you a canned commercial because it'll be great. Like, <laughs> that's what I was going to do. So I'm going to have Tanya do the, this is Life Transformation Radio. And then I'm going to come on and say, hi, this is Rebecca's Transformation Radio. So that's what I was going to do. I thought that'd be kind of cool. I love that. And we I'll can still do that. Today. I'll have it to you today. We can still do that. And I want everyone to know that Tanya, Rob's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous wife, is the voice of his intro for his radio show. So listen in because it's not a computer. It's her. Oh, no. It's my beautiful <laughs> wife, Tanya. She does a great job. So yeah, there you go. She does. So Rob got on here and he said to me, this is going to be like, what, 15 minutes? And I'm like, Okay, he thinks that. He does, he hasn't been on my show yet. He thinks that we're only going to talk for 15 minutes. Okay, Rob, you actually have the timer probably on your end because we started this with a different software. So so how long have we been doing this? Uh, does it 43 say? minutes and 18 seconds. Yeah, that's right. That's how podcasting works, folks. Just jump in and do it. Have fun. It's a conversation. Rob and I want you to break through your fears and achieve podcast success. Join us in Clubhouse. And join us on Rob's Living the Law of Action podcast on all platforms, correct? Yeah. So the Living the Law of Action show is on all platforms. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify. Life Transformation Radio is also on iTunes and Spotify. And I invite you to join me every Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific time with the lovely Samar Hurley on Club Pod, on Clubhouse. And we do all things podcasting. So it's Breakthrough Fear motivational podcast mindset and we'd love to have you and i just discovered just yesterday they're opening the floodgates slowly if you're on android and well i don't have an iphone they're opening the doors slowly they're doing a light beta test right now an alpha test for android but they're going to open the floodgates for everyone and i gotta tell you in regards to clubhouse oh what you don't know and you cannot describe what clubhouse is no matter what you think clubhouse is that's not it Amen to that. I stand by that completely. It's an amazing app and it's changed my life personally and professionally. Learning that I have, when you get on Clubhouse, don't do what 99% of everybody does <laughs> is not get off for the first four to seven. <laughs> you will not sleep. Like almost everybody I know when they first got on, like I didn't sleep for almost three days. I 24 oh, uh, hours a day. It was seven days for me. As long as I had that party hat, because you said to me, your room was oh my, my first room. And you said, take advantage of that party hat. And you made me a mod. And I was like, oh. right. so I was up all the time for seven days. You got that dopamine rush when you got that mod <laughs> button being dingy. You're like, Oh yeah. And then some DMS on your Instagram. You're like, Oh yeah. I got to tell you, you think Facebook is a rush when someone comments on a post Wait till you get on Clubhouse and wait till you get on a stage with 400 people, 1,000 people, 1,500 people. I mean, I've talked to, I was in the room when Elon Musk was talking. I didn't get a chance to add a question, but I was on stage with him. I've talked to Vanilla Ice, which was cool. We had a conversation. Guy Kawasaki, there was 13 people, and I had an intimate conversation with Guy Kawasaki. What a cool thing. You don't know till you don't know. It's kind of like, a lot of parents that are listening today and remember when they said before you have your baby get lots of sleep and then you have the kid and then you're like oh my god i should have taken their advice be intentional when you're on clubhouse because it will consume your life in ways 
that you can't imagine and the miracles that happen and the paths of people you're going to cross is going to be remarkable. So I'm excited for all of you that haven't been on Clubhouse to join the community. It's certainly extraordinary and it certainly has changed my life. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, hey, Samara, I met you. And I have not one, but two podcasts. My daughter has a podcast and I have a podcast. That's because of you. The podcast whisper <laughs> strikes again. That's funny because I just got a pop up right at that time and I closed my calendar down. Thank you so much, Rob, for being a guest on my podcast. I know you didn't know what you were getting into. You said to me in the beginning, you have questions. You have questions. I was like, no. And you're like, oh, great. This is going to be one of those, one of those beginners podcasters. I haven't been podcasting that long, but I can hold a conversation. And I'm so, so excited to have you on the show because you are the inspiration. You inspire, you influence, and you impact, which is everything that the CAM Project's about. It's everything that Action is Alive is about. So thank you for everything you've done for, for me and for the CAM Project and your family. So thank you, everyone else. And I hope you all have a great day. And we're going to put everything in the show notes, including the words that you should be saying your mindset in the morning and the books and the shows. So please make sure you check out the show notes. We appreciate you. Have a blessed day. This has been the Campcast with Samara Hurley, Ms. Actionista Live. Please be sure to download, rate, and review Campcast on all your favorite platforms. Thank you for listening. We would love to consider your kid or teen as a potential guest on Camcast Kids, hosted by the Cam Project co-founder, kidpreneur Ava Hurley and friends. Also accepting applications for parents, educators, specialists, and entrepreneurs on the Camcast. Visit thecamproject.org to apply. Remember to follow our podcasts and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 